0: In his commentary on the Psalms, Origen quotes a Hebrew scholar as saying that the holy scriptures are like a large house with many, many rooms, and that outside each door lies a key, but it is not the right one. To find the right key that will open the doors, that is the great and arduous task. Gersom Sholem And she bare him a son, and he called his name Gersom. For he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. Exodus chapter 2, verse 22. Introduction Let me begin at the end. I fought my way back down a staircase outside the building, pushing through dense branches, trampling on garbage and broken glass, clutching at crumbly stucco, scratched and slapped by a riot of foliage. At a window I peered through metal bars into a dark room, in which the ceiling had partially collapsed. A few pieces of splintered wooden furniture lay in shadows, amidst a chaos of torn paper and plastic. I began descending again, pausing once more before a tattered, moldy book that had been discarded near the bottom of the steps, open to a line drawing of two boys at a bookshelf. One dressed in an old-fashioned sailor suit, stood bent over, hands on his knees. The other, who looked older, knelt on one leg, withdrawing a volume. The caption beneath the image read, In Hebrew, and three rows of books came into sight. I continued down until I reached the ground level, which was buried in refuse, and forced my way through the hard limbs and prickly brush that had taken over the narrow path to the sidewalk, When at last I'd made my way back out the rusted gate, I was panting. Twisting back, I gazed once more toward the building. A Barbinol Road 28. Though the number set into the facade was so worn it could only be seen up close, and the entire structure was screened by a tangled wall of wild shrubbery. I still couldn't really believe it. On this pristine, elegant little street at the heart of expensive Jerusalem's costly Rehavia neighborhood, one building had reverted to the anarchy of primeval nature, and this building was the former home of Gershom Sholem, the greatest scholar and one of the most formidable intellects to inhabit the city in the twentieth century. A bearded man in a bright white shirt and dark pants, with a big bunch of keys dangling from his belt, and a black velvet yarmulke on his head was moving into the large gleaming building under renovation next door, transporting boxes from the back of his car with the help of a couple of young men dressed in the same orthodox apparel. He halted a moment not far from me on the sidewalk. "'Excuse me,' I had to call over to him. I had to tell somebody. "'Did you know this used to be Gersom Sholem's house?' The man turned to me. Scanning my features with a mix of apathy and mild suspicion. Gersom Sholem, the great writer, the rediscoverer of the Kabbalah, I said. He continued to eye me coolly. I couldn't tell whether he had never heard the name or was simply indifferent. Gersom Sholem? I made the name a question. I forbore from adding that some readers of his work think that Scholem's achievement surpassed even that of Sigmund Freud. Cynthia Ozick, the essayist and novelist, once argued that whereas Freud dared only a little way past the margins of psychology, Scholem, whose medium was history, touched on the very ground of human imagination. Scholem, Ozick declared, went in pursuit of the cosmos. Harold Bloom. The literary critic had gone farther still, declaring that for many contemporary Jewish intellectuals, the Kabbalah of Gershom Sholem is now more normative than normative Judaism itself. For them, Sholem is far more than a historian, far more than even a theologian. He is not less than a prophet.